0: Hello, everyone. Justin Vakula here. You're listening to the Stoic Philosophy Podcast, Practical Wisdom for Everyday Life. Today's episode focuses on the topic of coping with negative emotions. Visit my website at justinvacula.com, where you can find links to my social media portals and see past content on SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes, and Stitcher. Support my work by becoming a donor through Patreon or PayPal. Share, comment, like, subscribe, and leave a review. I really appreciate your support and feedback, which helps me grow my audience and keeps this project going. Stoic philosophers recognize emotions, especially intense negative emotions, those which may come about during the more difficult times of our lives, causing significant threats to our contentment. As part of the human condition, we might experience grief, anger, jealousy, sadness, and despair, many of which I've discussed in previous podcast episodes. How might we cope, though, with these feelings and thoughts related to them, When these negative emotions happen, might we be able to reduce the intensity of our negative emotions? Could we take action to structure our life in such a way that we have more contentment and even more positive emotions like joy, courage, and feelings of accomplishment? First, I won't advocate for ignoring or suppressing negative emotions, but rather would suggest a mindful approach of recognizing our thoughts and feelings, and in doing so, having more insight as to why we might experience negative emotions. We can have a strategy for coping in the moment, and even better handling possible events leading to negative emotions. We can take ownership over our emotions and question what we are to do, set standards for ourselves, and be accountable. It's surely no crime to experience negative emotions, but we can wonder what to do with them surely not harming ourselves, hurting others, or being in what some might call a mindless rage, which can quickly spiral downhill. We can ask, do I want my life to be continually filled with anger, for example? Is this a productive way to be, something which is making me happy? Instead of shaking our fists at others or the world, complaining, 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 we can look to virtues of gratitude, recognizing what is going well in our lives, rather than focusing on the negative. Venting too, that has its purpose, especially with trusted significant figures in our lives, but hopefully venting is productive, in moderation, and with a willingness to make changes, have a clearer perspective, recognize our thoughts and feelings, and make sense of what has happened to us. We can work toward acceptance, recognizing that things will not always go our way perhaps doing the best we can with what we can control and not painting ourselves as victims in an unfair world. Sure, there's lots of suffering, chaos, and changes we might not like, but can we change this regularity of life? Would anger help us? Can we channel our rage into something more productive and live a better life? We can take action in our lives by being more positive, working to be resilient and optimistic, displaying courage in the face of adversity, even taking on some challenges as they come and using them as testing grounds to improve ourselves and display virtue in the face of adversity. We can look to find meaning in many of the darker parts of life, finding reasons to value our lives and make our life worthwhile. We can look to make a difference in the lives of others, be social. We can make changes in our lives to be more personally fulfilled. Might we be able to change the people, places, and things which contribute to negative emotions if the struggle is too overwhelming and not ultimately rewarding? Can we have the courage to put ourselves first in many areas, even if others might be disappointed? How much should we give of ourselves when we get little to nothing in return, especially when negativity is added to our lives, perhaps stemming from a sense of duty toward family members who might continually put us down? Can we be more assertive and honest in our interactions with others, maybe even take on a new role in life to avoid what we consider drudgery and find some significance in daily tasks, avoiding negative emotions that might be associated with regularities like work, school, dealing with difficult people, driving, all sorts of things that might lead to negative emotions. We can employ coping skills like deep breathing, listening to music, and relaxation. We can take a short break from the hustle and bustle of life. We can be proactive in our quest for contentment. By getting adequate sleep, living a healthy lifestyle, which includes a good diet and exercise, managing our money well, and living a frugal lifestyle, being prudent, not picking battles which aren't worth fighting, and having balance between work and life, we can have diverse interests and hobbies. It should be no surprise that we can get overwhelmed and experience high stress levels when we are tired, not eating well, living paycheck to paycheck or otherwise broke, and getting involved in fruitless pursuits like posting in seemingly endless comment sections on social media when you're just trying to win an argument or give others a hard time. Speaking of listening to music, I'd like to introduce a relatively new song from the album titled This Is The Sound from the band Cellar Darling. The song is titled Hullabaloo, which was formerly called Tears of a Stoic. The song is quite relevant to this podcast, not just because of its older title, but because it explores an onslaught of emotions a person, once a pillar in the ground, as the song notes, has experienced. Perhaps the unexpected or sudden nature of intense emotions can lead to a commotion or fuss, as the song title suggests. The song's chorus is as follows. Hullabaloo's sorrow, dread, and fear. What did they do to me? I was a statue, a stone called iron heart. They have bewitched me with love, hate, fear, tears, agony, and regret. Might the character referenced in the song be facing a significant crisis in life, which has brought such intense emotions to awareness? Might they have previously ignored emotions, not contending with thoughts and feelings, perhaps going through a process of grief following a loss? The song continues. Now I crumble, turn to sand, eternal waters I give in, as the peak becomes the shore, forever drowned I am. Maybe by being proactive and more mindful of our emotions, we can avoid being drowned, as the song suggests, or at least being resilient in overcoming adversity. Some trying moments in life may take some time to recover, but let us not give up simply because the task is difficult, or might be difficult, and we can work to cope with intense negative emotions. This can be a recurring life event, hopefully one we can get better and better at. In talking about change in life through elements of chance or fortune, Seneca writes in his letter titled On the Philosopher's Seclusion, Fortune does not capsize us, she plunges our bows under and dashes us upon the rocks. We can work to recover from trying life events and not be completely defeated. We can press onward, perhaps in defiance of fortune. In his letter titled On Groundless Fears, Seneca continues writing about fortune, drawing our attention to the regularity of adversity in life, while providing encouragement, and calling for courage. He writes, No prize fighter can go with high spirits into the strife if he has never been beaten black and blue, one who, as often as he falls, rises again with greater defiance than ever. Fortune has often in the past gotten the upper hand of you, and yet you have surrendered, but have leaped up and stood your ground still. Here, we're encouraged to continue boldly living on and working toward worthwhile pursuits in life. We can work to cope with our negative emotions and prevail through trying times. Maybe we haven't been so resilient in the past, but today we can find inspiration to make changes in our lives, adopting some stoic wisdom. We can even recognize progress we have made, even if a recent stressful event wasn't handled as best as we thought we can. Perhaps we have quit abusing hard drugs, for instance, drifting away from a previous poor coping mechanism when we have experienced intense negative emotions. Past experiences, our environments, genetics, and other factors, many outside of our control, may shape our personalities and make it difficult for us to cope with intense negative emotions. We can still, though, as I suggested, take accountability for our emotions, our lives, and work toward progress, making fewer excuses, procrastinating less, and taking charge of our lives. Seneca writes in his letter, titled, On the Renown Which My Writings Will Bring You, Your Greatest Difficulty Is With Yourself for you are your own stumbling block. You see where the true happiness lies, but you have not the courage to attain it. Finally, on this theme of taking charge of our lives, Seneca writes in his letter titled, On the True Joy Which Comes from Philosophy, Do you ask me what this real good is and whence it derives? I will tell you it comes from a good conscience, from honorable purposes, from right actions, from contempt of the gifts of chance, from an even calm way of living which treads but one path. For men who leap from one purpose to another, or do not even leap, but are carried over by a sort of hazard, how can such wavering and unstable persons possess any good that is fixed and lasting? There are only a few who control themselves and their affairs by a guiding purpose. The rest do not proceed. They are merely swept along like objects in a river. Rather than being passive and reactive, we can be active and mindful, present in the moment, and aware of how we can handle our negative intense emotions, to get through struggle, to rise once again, to bravely face the day, and live a more fulfilled life with more joy and less sorrow. Sorrow indeed will come, we almost certainly can't avoid it, but we can surely respond well and make a conscious effort to guide the ship that is our life, the best we can, rather than capsizing or wandering aimlessly. You've been listening to the Stoic Philosophy Podcast, Practical Wisdom for Everyday Life. Visit my website at justinvacula.com, where you can find links to my social media portals and see past content on SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes, and Stitcher. Support my work by becoming a donor through Patreon or PayPal share, comment, like, subscribe, and leave a review. I really appreciate your support and feedback, which helps me grow my audience and keeps this project going. Have a great day and stay tuned for more content.